Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Lonely River Lighthouse. I am your host, Jose Solorio. Now, I know what you're going to say, or at least I'm going to think I know what you're going to say is, why were you gone for so long, and why did it take you so long to finally come back with another episode, and, um, you know, I just kind of had taken a, a break from it, um, kind of think over and focus on some other things and you know, spend time with family over the holidays and you know needless to say it's been it's been a great great few months um I was able to achieve exactly what I wanted to do in that time and I hope that all of you had you know an amazing holiday season and Thanksgiving Christmas I know I haven't I haven't put anything out since uh, October but just a little update um i did get engaged actually in november um and i had the blessing of having my family all the way from california come out and visit um you know my parents and uh everyone else was able to get together for thanksgiving which you know was something that i am truly fortunate to have experienced and in regards to the podcast, uh, to be quite honest, I think for a moment there, I kind of got into my own head, uh, psyched myself out even in, you know, thinking that nobody was listening, um, which was very wrong on my end because I was pleasantly surprised that I had, you know, quite a few people telling me when the next episode was going to be and, you know, um, not doing it because you know, I want the recognition or anything like that, but, um, really connecting once again to why I started this and what my intention and my purpose behind it was. And I think I lost sight of that and I'm, I can be upfront and honest about that. That did happen with me. And, um, I'm more than certain that I want to continue doing this and keep putting out subjects or topics that, you know, may be going on in, many people's lives that they can hear a different perspective and apply and you know make their lives better and help them out in some way shape or form that's that's ultimately what I s- I'm setting out to do and will continue doing so thank you to all of you who listen and thank you to all of you who basically gave me that mental kick in the you know in the derriere to to snap out of it and you know not be all in my in my own uh, doubts and things like that and just really reconnect back to my purpose so for this episode i'll actually be finishing the the topic on on the on the book that i had talked about in the last episodes that i had put out and if you remember i had shared one of my favorite books which was the four agreements and we had done uh, agreement number one and two. And I was actually thinking today I would bring up agreement three and four and just close this out. Um, again, this is a book that's very important to me. And it's something that honestly changed my whole view on myself and my interaction with others. And, you know, just, um, you know, something that really added a lot of value to my life and to a lot of people that I've been fortunate enough to share this with as well. So to recap, 
the first agreement we talked about being impeccable with my word and you know i definitely go a little into detail and in depth in one of my earlier episodes and agreement number two we had talked about not taking anything personally so you know if you get a chance uh go back and listen to each and every one of those so you can get a different i idea or a feel for what those things mean so today on today's episode the agreement that we'll be talking about is agreement number three which is don't make assumptions and when i think of assumption i think what really comes to mind is uh you know whenever i accept something as true or as fact without any actual proof behind it so i think i know how things are i think i know something a person may be thinking or i think i know what somebody is going to do or what's going to happen you know etc etc i think that's that's something that's very very uh true with what you know i've experienced in the past with myself in regards to that subject and in regards to an assumption uh, i think the overall thing that stood out to me of you know where this takes place overall is you know communication there are lack thereof honestly um you know i think uh from my end because well you know communication takes you know one or more people right um for the most part and i think the biggest thing in regards to when an assumption is formed or when it happens is you know from my end is the lack or the courage to ask questions so when somebody tells me something um you know whatever may be happening on in my head subconsciously or anything like that or the agreements or you know things that i've allowed to i've allowed myself to do or not do manifest themselves in the way that i don't ask questions for clarity and I assume that this is what they mean or this is what they want or this is what they're communicating because I myself have failed to ask a question. And I know uh, from my own experience, uh, a lot of the times why I don't ask questions is because, you know, maybe I'm I'm scared, scared to to be wrong or scared to look foolish or, you know, things like that. It ultimately comes down to my own ego uh, my own, um, view of myself, self-confidence in asking a question, you know, amazing, right? How, how many things come into play, you know, very quickly in that spur moment that ultimately decide for myself that I'm not going to ask a question and decide to make that assumption. And all it really would take is asking a question for clarity. Oh, what did you mean by that? you know what, I don't quite understand. Did you mean this? You know, and if not, then what was it that you were trying to convey or tell me? And I think a lot of us nowadays in regards to communication fail to do that because each and every one of us is going through our own mental battles of, you know, what what we think of ourselves, but more importantly, unfortunately, what other people are thinking of us. We're afraid to look foolish. We're afraid to be perceived in any kind of negative light or way from other people and we aren't really fully truly ourselves you know i think as we grow up and as we start getting older 
we start losing that like innocence and curiosity that we had as children. Have you ever, you know, have you ever listened to a child and, you know, when they get into that phase where they start asking questions about anything and everything? Well, why is it like that? Well, what's this? What's that? You know, I think, um, honestly, that's something that should never be lost. Um, I think the genuine curiosity for all things should be something that is a part of our, I guess, sociological, you know, repertoire, if you will, in how we deal with things. To have that genuine curiosity and not really care what anybody thinks because a kid doesn't care. He, he or she genuinely wants to know the answer to their question, regardless of how silly or redundant we as adults may think it is. But a child doesn't think that way. And it's not until the moment that somebody tells them that it's a silly question that they begin to unfortunately start thinking, you know, in a way that they're more hesitant to ask certain things. And, you know, you get to the point to where we're at as adults, where we've already built how we handle those situations, how we lack the ability to ask questions or possess that curiosity for anything that we're uncertain of. And, you know, that's that's un- unfortunate, but I think more than anything in these last few months that I've, I've been with my daughter, uh, I've been honestly fortunate to be able to reconnect with that in that, you know, she's in that phase right now where everything is why, why, and why. And honestly, I'm very just elated to be able to be a part of that and to be able to answer those questions for her and and just be fascinated by the overall curiosity because it reminds me of something that I have lost over time in having that genuine curiosity for even the simplest of things or anything I'm not sure of or don't know. And I think that's definitely a huge key into eliminating that notion of making assumptions on things is just having that genuine curiosity to communicate ask questions and be clear at the end of the day with whatever is going on now also on the other end of the communication part is just as much as i can harbor or create the environment for an assumption through my lack of curiosity and clarity, um, you know, I'm also capable of creating that as well through my own communication and not being clear with what I want to communicate to somebody else. Now, I use the example of, uh, I guess, the easiest one to relate to is a a relationship. You know, I, I make the assumption sometimes, and I know I'm guilty of it even now, that, you know, certain things around the house or, or um, you know, a situation or responsibility, I make the assumption that my loved one is going to, to do this or that because they should know. You know, I, I, I'm sure I'm not the only person that has found themselves in that particular situation where they're, they find themselves disappointed in something or the result of something because a loved one failed to do, you know, X, Y, Z. Because we made the assumption that, well, you know, we've been together this long. They should know how I am. They should know that this needs to be done. They should know, you know, I can keep going on and on and on when 
quite frankly, I could have simply made sure that they knew, hey, this needed to get done or that this is how we're going to handle this situation or that this is what I want for me, you know, anything like that. Also, since we're on the topic of, you know, relationships in regards to assumptions as well, um, I think the biggest assumption that's typically made, too, is, you know, when you're talking to somebody or you're beginning to talk to somebody and developing a relationship together, um, you know, making that that assumption as well that this person has the exact same expectation of what a relationship is going to be like as you are. And when we start making that assumption, unfortunately, is when we start kind of getting into our heads that, you know, this person's ne- this person needs to change. This person needs to change a lot of aspects of themselves to be able to fit what my expectation of what a relationship is based on my assumption of what a relationship is and that they should know that that's how it is. Yeah, I'm not really 100% sure if that makes any sense to to any of you. Um, but really what I'm trying to get at is through that space of an assumption, um, you know, I, I we begin to, you know, start subconsciously trying to change this person when in reality, in regards to building a relationship or being with somebody truly being in love with somebody is accepting them as they are i'm sure we've all heard that in any way shape or form and you know i think the you know the book even touches on on this particular aspect and why i share it because you know when you truly when you truly love somebody um you know you don't you don't have to change them it is it's you know i'm quoting the book right now but you know it is definitely much easier to you know, find someone that fits every category or everything that, you know, that you expect or that is your expectation of how a person should be in a relationship than to change a person. It is not up to us and we are incapable of changing anyone. It has to come down to that person to change and to adjust based on the relationship that they're in and if they see it as worthwhile. And unfortunately, I see far too many times where a lot of us, you know, get it into our heads that we are going to change this person and we are going to make them better based on our own view of what better is to be able to be happy and often find ourselves in the situation that we're in now where relationships don't last or, you know, divorces, uh, what have you because of that because it all started from an expectation or deferring expectations and assumptions of what the other person wanted so that's why i say to really eliminate the possibility of assumptions is clarity overall and communication from both ends in my own reception of it and how curious i am to ask questions on things i'm not certain on and to have that clarity as well as how I communicate myself to the other person and being absolutely sure that they understand and they are clear on what my, you know, what my side is. And, you know, I even, even, uh, you know, even in my, in my career, that's something that, you know, I had always worked on is my communication, Um, you know, explaining things to 
to the point to where they are over explained, but I'm let you know, I, I leave the situation knowing and feeling self assured and have that confirmation from the other person or party that they understand fully, you know, what I'm communicating to them. And it takes work, you know, it really does to, you know, to even just talk about it. I'm sure you're thinking, man, you know, how can you really do that all the time, so many times? But, you know, it's just like anything else, um, practicing it and and doing it consistently and and keeping up with it. It becomes second nature and you don't even think about it. You're just able to do that flawlessly. Well, not flawlessly, but do it without really thinking about it. And, you know, life just gets gets easier. So there you have it. You know, my take on the third agreement, which is, you know, don't make assumptions. And again, I, I highly, highly encourage you if you haven't to read the book so you can also, you know, get a little further more, uh, a little more perspective on, on the subject and really identify where in your life those sorts of things are happening and what you can do about it. And I did mention that we would also talk about the fourth agreement and, you know, no, it's not going to be a extra long episode. I just, you know, the fourth agreement to me was very simple and straightforward. And that's why I think uh, I can squeeze this in together. Um, You know, the fourth agreement actually talks about do your best. And, you know, I, you know, you may be thinking it's, well, there, you know, there I go making assumptions again. But uh, what I was thinking when I heard it at first was, you know, it sounds so cliche. It's something that we hear all the time. Do your best. Do your best. You know, give it 110 percent or anything like that, though. Those were very true things that were coming to my mind when I heard the title of that chapter. But as I listened to the chapter, you know, the biggest thing that really stood out to me and that I connected to was something that the author said was, do your best doesn't necessarily mean that you're, you know, you have to be at a hundred percent all the time every day because the reality is that life happens, you know, things happen, you know, we get sick or we have challenges that arise in our lives that make our days longer or, you know, arduous or harder to deal with at the time. And, you know, maybe we're not able to really truly give 100% at the time. Maybe I can only give 60 or 70, but that 60 or 70% needs to be the best, you know, dang 50, 60, 70% that I can possibly give. And to give that 100% of that 70%, basically. Um, because, you know, as I mentioned, it's like not every day is perfect. Um, not all of our lives by are perfect by any means, and we all have our things to deal with and challenges to deal with that ultimately, you know, make things a little harder. And instead of getting into our own heads into thinking that, you know, oh, man, today sucks, so, you know, today is not going to be very good, or I'm not going to be able to do this, I'm not going to be able to, to, to do that is really just doing my best with what I'm given, with what I currently have and the current state that I'm in is doing my best then. And that that's ultimately what I connected to with that. Um, so not necessarily what we've been accustomed to when we when we hear that phrase about doing our best that we should, you know, it almost it almost sounds like to me, honestly, that like you got to be fake. Like you got to be fake about 
you being okay and everything's great and everything is you know rainbows and sunshines and and everything else when it's, it's really about being real and and the reality is is that every day is different every day is not going to be like the last and you know we're not always going to be at 100 percent, but we should give 100 percent of what we are able to give at that point in time whether it's uh, physically, mentally, spiritually, you know, all of those things. So as I mentioned, that's that's why uh, I was able to kind of squeeze that in. I think it's uh, pretty straightforward in regards to what the uh, last agreement, at least my, my interpretation of it, again, uh, highly, highly, highly suggest that you you guys check it out and, you know, formulate your own view of what you hear or what you read. But yeah, as I mentioned, this is this was a great book. Um, the last people that I worked for were, you know, great in being able to introduce me to this book. And um, I used it for many training practices. Uh, you know, if I led any any groups or, you know, when I was helping people for promotion, I always recommended this book and I always, you know, made it a priority for them to you know, check it out and to talk about it with me and have that sense of clarity or connection and communication amongst ourselves so that, you know, anything that they have any questions on too, then, you know, I'm, I'm able to help them answer it or, um, you know, be able to understand what was going on. And I feel like every time that I read this book or every time that I talk about it or discuss it with somebody, I learn something new. It's, it's, it's something that's ever changing and that's you know honestly because you know I'm ever changing as a person I think as a person every day I grow and I think a little bit differently every single day so you know maybe how I viewed the book or what I heard you know a few months ago or a year ago is definitely a lot different than if I listen to it today and you know later on in the week which I'm sure I'll probably tune in again cuz it's been couple months so maybe it's about time I listen to it again myself but uh, you know that's that actually concludes our conversation on the book and start talking about some other things in the coming episodes and again I'm I'm very very sorry to those of you who who were actively listening and making you wait Um, again I, I truly truly appreciate um you guys tuning in and supporting, you know, this project of mine. And I will definitely avoid uh, having you guys wait so long. And, you know, I'm excited to to get back in the swing of things. And, um, you know, I got some changes coming in in my life here pretty soon. And, you know, I'm excited that those are all just more experiences to come that will, uh, you know, honestly just elevate my way of thinking my views my experiences that I can share with each and every one of you and um, you know really challenging myself this year too to just be more outgoing and talking to people and connecting with people so that you know I'm able to 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 learn more because that's ultimately where I learn the most is my interactions with folks and having those conversations and picking their brain and, and really getting um, you know, takeaways from their experiences, their shared experiences. So, um, yeah, definitely. I'm very, very excited to, to start this up again and, 
continue and be consistent. And uh, I hope that, you know, if any of you that have any questions or any things that you guys want to want me to talk about or you want to hear my my point of view on, you know, I'm always open. You can always check me out on on my social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. And um, yeah, so Lonely River Lighthouse, uh, you know, it's very pretty straightforward on that and you can just uh send me a message anytime so i'm always uh, always up for talking to you guys and hearing what you have to say getting your feedback as well it's always appreciated um again i also want to make sure that i i only get better at this as well and um yeah i look uh i look forward to what this year has to offer with that being said thank you all once again for tuning in i appreciate each and every one of you and i am very much looking forward to speaking to you all very very soon this has been lonely river lighthouse until next time